Civil Discourse for Our Time by Ingrid Lewis When once the forms of civility are violated, there remains little hope of return to kindness or decency. Samuel Johnson In an era when rhetoric of all kinds is commonplace, is the virtue of civility lost to us? Is discourse an impossibility? Everywhere you turn today, television, radio, and social media, society deems it acceptable to comment in an impolite, rude, brash, even vulgar way on any given subject. If we as Christ followers are to affect transformation in our city, how are we to respond when the inevitable disagreements occur, not just among ourselves, but disagreements across all spheres of influence where all parties are concerned with the same outcome, that outcome being a city where all its citizens live a life of dignity and well-being. In order to fulfill the mission of SALT, for Christians to be the preeminent solution for the challenges of our city by the year 2028, our approach must be different. We must approach these challenges audaciously, approach one another humbly, and walk together victoriously, realizing that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. For this to be accomplished, we must learn the discipline of civil discourse. The way we communicate with one another reflects a great deal about the God we serve. Webster's 1828 Dictionary defines discourse as the ability to communicate thoughts or ideas in a formal manner. Civil discourse would then mean to communicate thoughts and ideas in a kind, courteous, and polite way. In order to affect a change in this city where all people matter, have a purpose, and a place to fulfill that purpose, we must dialogue. And we must do so audaciously, as if preparing for battle. Paul entreats us to put the whole armor of God on in Ephesians 6 so that we may be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. To discourse with civility is countercultural and is breaking against spiritual strongholds woven in lies, miscommunication, and arrogance. Do not go into battle unprepared or alone. Let us go boldly clothed in the full armor of God as one body in Christ. Further, civil discourse requires humility. Philippians 2 tells us, Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than ourselves. Checking egos and agendas at the door, sitting down at the table, and considering others better than ourselves is the only way to build something beautiful and meaningful together. Remember, there is power, beauty, and freedom in diversity. Finally, engaging in civil discourse will inevitably lead to victory. We know that Christ won the ultimate victory at Calvary. Walking in the victory means learning with, listening to, and loving one another with the love of Christ. When we speak life into deep, dark, uncomfortable situations, atmospheres, and theologies of this world, we create fissures that allow the truth and hope of God's word to penetrate. We know that our mission is commissioned by the Lord, and he has written victory into our journey. Therefore, we audaciously speak truth into the politically correct void, Retain our humility as we recognize the power of individual minds, which is diversity. Yet do not give ground as we toil for the end goal, which is to deploy Christian leaders to become agents of transformation to every sphere of culture. Therefore, we audaciously speak truth into this politically correct void. Retain our humility as we recognize the power of individual minds, which is diversity. Let do not give ground as we toil for the end goal, which is to deploy Christian leaders to become agents of transformation to every sphere of culture. The challenges of this city will not change if we, as the body of Christ, walk out with fear and trembling our salvation. 
for it is God who works in us to will and act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Let us as the capital C Church move beyond personal attacks and propaganda and aspire to civility as we engage in potentially contentious conversations. In so doing, discourse becomes active, productive, and collaborative so that progress is made in a way that benefits all parties. When we, as followers of Christ, sow the seeds of civil discourse, we will reap a harvest of peace in our city where all people will flourish.